Hello and welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Personal Trainer. Last week my first episode was really well received so I want to thank you all so much for your comments on that and for tuning in for another episode. So today I have my good friend Louise joining me to chat about fitness, motherhood and her new website. So hi Louise, welcome. Hi Chloe, thank you so much for having me on today. I'm a little bit excited but a little bit nervous too. Don't be nervous. I just think of it as a chat. Yeah. We're going to have a chat and no one's listening. We'll pretend no one's listening. So Louise and I have known each other for probably four and a half to five years because we trained together a few years ago and we trained in the same place but we didn't actually train together. Um, We probably crossed paths but we didn't really know at the time. Um, And then in 2017 we both took part in the Three Peaks Challenge because the gym that we trained at had organised the challenge to climb the three highest peaks in the UK. Do you remember that weekend, Louise? I do, very well. It was a good weekend. Ingrained in our minds. And we weren't very close at this point. However, I do have a vivid memory of me and you and three others practically crawling up the second mountain, singing to each other. (laughs) Holding hands, singing to each other. Yeah. Um, Just one more step. One more step. And I think that was probably the start of our friendship so our friendship grew in 2019 when we both decided to enter a bodybuilding bikini show although at the time we were both planning to enter we were doing this on separate terms we didn't know each other was planning on doing it and it was only i can't remember actually maybe joining an instagram chat Mm, i can't remember i think we probably saw we were doing it because i don't think we became proper friends until the competitions no the competition definitely brought us closer together and we decided to do the almost do the prep together really didn't Mm -hmm. we so we did we had weekly training sessions we were kind of like each other's motivational buddies we went to posing practices together so we kind of went through this whole journey and then of course we drove around the country to watch each other's show um which is a podcast for another day (laughs) because that show day was interesting and yeah we just we just kind of saw each other through the whole experience yeah and I think it can be quite lonely so having that person keeping you accountable um yeah was really good so where did the bodybuilding journey begin for you what made you decide to compete gosh it's really that's a really hard question so I suppose for me I like to have a focus every year so, for example, 2017 was obviously when we did the Three Peak Challenge. The year after, I think I ran a couple of um, half marathons. And then I just love a challenge. So um, I think a few people had done some competitions. And I was just like, let's just see what I can do. Like, I wasn't necessarily expecting much from it. I just was interested to see if I could get my body into that kind of shape. Yeah. And you did? I did. You did. <laughs> Absolutely did. And I got a trophy. I know. <laughs> Did you know what to expect? Did you know what it was going to take to to get to that position? I guess for me, I guess this goes into my yoga and meditation, I don't like to think too far ahead. So I really focus on the here and now and just really enjoyed every single moment of it and just went with it. We'll probably talk a bit more detail later, but I never found it really, really hard um, because I did just take each day as it came. I loved every second of it. 
um, and was so proud of what I accomplished in that year. Like, it was amazing. Yeah, definitely amazing to look back on. Um, which brings me to my next question, actually. I want to know what the best moment was of the whole journey. So not just the day itself, but of the whole prep, the whole year. What What is it that is, like, your highlight? Gosh, my highlight. So the whole process of it, I loved. Um, I guess on the day, so my first competition, I just loved that I had my family and friends there and they shared that experience with me. That meant so much, um, more than they'll ever know, that they, they were there supporting me. Um, I obviously love training with you. I love that accountability. Um, I love the discipline. I loved, yeah, just really proud of myself, actually, that I managed to do that, yeah. So to sum up, you loved everything. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I um, like it. And what about you, Chloe? What was your highlight of the whole the whole process? Mine's very similar because... I loved having my family there on the day and mine was in Kent so it was quite a trek it was a such a long day as well so I think the audience had to get there for midday and I wasn't even on stage until 6pm for my first category and then the second category I was on at 8pm so my poor parents had sat through eight hours of a bodybuilding show <laughs> um but it was it was fantastic just knowing that they were there um and I think it's it's really nerve-wracking when you're behind the stage and you're about to go on and I kind of knew where everyone was sitting so I knew where you were all sat and even though I couldn't see anybody because of the stage lights I just I knew they were there yeah and I think that's just quite not that you're doing it for them but you know it's just so good to have someone's support um and yeah just be with you every step of the way it was just good feeling yeah good feelings yeah very proud um what about the worst moment then worst moment i don't know if it sounds really bad but i don't actually think there was one i actually loved every every single second of it um i guess if i was maybe seeing someone serious during the time that might have been tricky with kind of going out for meals and stuff but during that time i wasn't seeing anyone so it meant I could really focus on it, but I can imagine, like obviously now I'm in a relationship and I've got a baby, I don't know if I'd be able to dedicate, not saying you can't, because I know lots of amazing women who do still do it and can have um, children relationships and whatever, but I don't think I could have done it if I was in a serious relationship. I don't know how mm. that might have gone down with the person I was seeing. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, it it can be quite selfish because, and it, it's not even, I think it can be selfish to, it can be perceived as selfish on the outside, you know, if you don't really understand what the person's journey is, um, because there's there's no choice really, you have to do your training session, you have to get the meals in, mm -hmm. you have to get your steps, mm -hmm. um, it wasn't really a case of, I'll just take today off and do more tomorrow, it was, you have to get this done today. Yeah. I mean, I remember times, because I was at a 24-hour gym at the time, that I was in the gym at one o'clock in the morning, because mm. I couldn't miss, I, I've got to, I don't know if it was after your competition actually, I don't know anyway, I'd been somewhere in the day and I hadn't gone to the gym, so I was in there at 1am, just to get it done, because yeah. I wasn't going to miss a training session, um, yeah, so I don't think that would have gone down well with my current partner or obviously I can't leave my baby. See you no. later, baby. Look after yourself. <laughs> no, the baby <laughs> does need you. So, um, <laughs> no, it is difficult. And I suppose we were we were lucky in the time of our lives that we were in. It was a good opportunity and it was it was a good time and we went for it and we did it. So I suppose that was, it was a, the, all about the timing. Mm -hmm. 
while we're on the topic of um, worst moment of the whole journey, I have got a worst moment of mine, um, <laughs> which I can laugh about now, but at the time it was absolutely devastating. So it was my birthday, which was Easter Sunday, and I was five days out of the show. And so at this point, at five, five days, it was like the start of my peak week, so like the week leading up to the show, and which means you can't, it's like, hey, that's it, this mm-hmm. is the week. Yeah. Um, and I'd just done my final leg session, and I'd done an hour cardio and then I did an hour's posing practice so there's three hours on my birthday um that I'd been in the gym which your birthday doesn't even come into it though that wasn't an issue it was just this is my daily action I'm gonna I'm gonna do it we get it done we get it done and um I remember getting home from the gym and I couldn't eat an easter egg obviously but it was nice to see my easter egg on the kitchen counter and I got home from the gym and I couldn't see it and I thought okay and it was it wasn't even a dairy milk basic easter egg it was some kind of i think it was um what's that green is green and blacks i remember the story <laughs> green i'm still <laughs> traumatized it was green and blacks salted caramel i mean i've never even seen this again since this is how rare it was and i looked on the worktop it wasn't there and i thought okay where's my easter egg i looked at my mum and dad who was stood in the kitchen next to me i said has someone moved my easter egg and my mum and dad glared at each other and they didn't know what to say. They were stunned. And then I immediately knew. I knew it was gone. And mum looked at me and she said, me and your dad ate it last night. And I cried and cried and cried. <laughs> I went in the garden to get some space and I sat and cried. And I thought, how have these parents done this to me? So that was devastating. And then mum and dad were absolutely gobsmacked at my response they were like oh my god I can't believe we've made Chloe cry so my dad rushed out to go and get me an easter egg and then yeah nobody spoke for a few hours then it was fine but yeah there was um a lot of emotions a lot of hunger um and uh yeah I think it was just there was just a lot going on and I just I didn't need my easter egg to be in at that point you know I was looking forward to it I think that is the thing I think that if I remember back it was we had there was definitely highs and lows and there was times I'd go into the gym and maybe cry and not know why um times I'd be upset with myself because the training session maybe didn't go as well as it should have done um but no otherwise it was yeah it was plain sailing yeah exactly mine was plain sailing apart from the easter egg incident however I have forgiven my mum and dad since then and they now know not to touch my food so it's it's been a good outcome So, the final bit of our bodybuilding journey, would you compete again? No. And not because I didn't enjoy it, um, but because I guess my my journey, I've started a new chapter now, obviously with having Scarlett and um, in a obviously serious relationship. Um, If I was single and didn't have kids, then yes. But I think my journey's changed and, yeah. So it's a firm no. Never say never. Oh, okay, but no, okay. no at the moment. <laughs> no, I understand that because I'm, I'm probably similar. So it's it's not a firm no. It's no comes to mind. If someone asks me, my first response is, no, I don't need to. You know, it's I admire people who can do it as a sport and who will go through a... Um, a structured off season to be able to be in in the best shape for um the show prep as well and i know how much commitment it takes i know how much dedication and the hard work um 
and it was a fantastic experience and I thoroughly enjoyed it but I kind of feel like I I really enjoyed the process and that was that's probably enough for me mm, mm. Anyway, we have lots more to talk about today. So, um, of course, you're a new mum. I am. So, new mum to Scarlett, who is almost four months old. She is. What's that? So, what's it like? So, in the past four months, how how is your life different now? God, your listeners are going to think I'm probably a right knob because everything's just great. So, um, I am allowed to swear, aren't I? Yeah, you can say what you fucking want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so again, with motherhood, it's been amazing um i think i'm very lucky because scarlet is the best baby ever i mean no i'm completely biased but she slept through from four weeks the health sister said don't tell anyone that because they'll hate you so sorry guys <laughs> she slept through from four weeks and she's just so chilled yeah and it, we've I just transitioned really well i was worried that i would struggle because obviously how um how active i am obviously all through my pregnancy i was active i was working out lifting weights until the day before i gave birth um, I was teaching yoga, obviously, up until I gave birth. So yeah, it's that was my worry. I was really worried that when she was here, I wouldn't find time to exercise as much, and I thought that would affect me mentally. Um, but yeah, but otherwise, so far, it's been pretty good. Do you notice a difference now between training less? So obviously, you, you were very active in your pregnancy, and you've always been very active. Can you see a difference now, training less? So I'm training a, a hell of a lot less. So I was training probably four or five times a week during pregnancy. Now I'm probably two times a week, three times if it's a good week. Um, but I'm absolutely okay with it. Like Obviously my priorities have changed now. I still want to stay active and I'll still make time. But obviously Scarlett's my main priority now. And things, I say, fit around her. She fits into my life now and we just make it work. I like that. That's really good. And I have seen your post sometimes where she's been to the gym with you. She did. I mean, I'm very lucky. My partner obviously owns a gym. Um, so I'm able to work out with her there. Um, obviously keeping her away from me. It's very safe. Um, but yeah, so I'm very lucky that she'll just watch me and quite happily just chat away to me while I'm working out. Do you know what I can't wait for is in like, two or three years, seeing your little fitness videos together. I know. <laughs> No, good eye, poor child. <laughs> Matching outfits. Yes. Yes, she's already got her own yoga mat. Oh. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I can't wait. So I know how important fitness is to you and I I know how determined you are. So I know that you will just, once you've said you'll do something, you do it. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I really admire about you. And it's one of the things that really inspires me as well. Because then I think... You know, if Louise can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. So um, what will happen if if you've, on a on a Monday, you said to yourself, I'm going to do three gym sessions this week. What if it gets to Friday and you've only managed to go once? I guess for me, I will then have to look at my next week and, and dedicate the days that I'm going to do it. So if I've just said I'm going to train th- three times this week and I haven't specified which day, the likelihood is not going to happen. So if I've done what, only one by, by Friday... The likelihood the weekends here, I'm probably not going to do any more. Um, and that's fine. It is what it is. But I just know for next week, okay, I'm going to maybe go to a, um, like a gym session. So mm. one of my partner's sessions. So that keeps me accountable. Um, I know there's a gym session that I can go to. Um, I always go there on a Thursday to teach my yoga class. So I know on a Thursday that's a session that I dedicate to myself. So, yeah, 
so that I'll just have a little rethink of how I'll do it the week after and it's fine if I don't do three sessions I don't do three sessions it's not the end of the world is it yeah I like that approach do you think that planning is really useful for you oh my god like yes yeah goal setting for me is massive if I don't have a goal or plan for the week then nothing gets done and I feel a bit shitty to be honest so since having Scarlett I had a few weeks where I didn't have any purpose or I wasn't doing anything so it was really important to me to have a look at what my week looked like and planning in little goals and things um so I'd do that on a Sunday or Monday and then from that I couldn't just say I want to go to the gym three times I'd need to specify the day which days I was going to do it or if, like for example, at the minute I'm reading like 10 pages a day, I had to specify each day I'm going to read 10 pages and write it down and tick them off. So, yeah, so planning is massive. Yeah, I like that as well because I think when you said about being specific as well, I think that's really important because I was saying to my clients earlier this week how it's easy to say to yourself, I'll go to the gym this week. Mm-hmm. But it's when you make it more specific that it becomes more of an action. So rather than saying, I'll go to the gym today, you could say, today, once I've been to work, I'll drive home, I'll get changed and I'll go to the gym. And write it down. Yeah, writing it down. is. But we've mm-hmm. learned that in the past three weeks now. It's very powerful. But yeah, I definitely agree with the goal setting and being specific. So what is life like being a mum and also running your own business? It's a transition and something I'm learning to do every every single day. So I'm really lucky that I've got a great support network around me. Um, we've got our parents that look after Scarlett when I teach yoga in the evenings. My partner's amazing, so when he's not at his gym, he'll have Scarlett. We just manage just to work it between us. It's interesting when I'm trying to film things, I've got her in the background um, babbling away. So, but we just make it work. It's just one of those things, lots of takes of recordings, but it's fine. I've only got a small house as well. So when I'm teaching yoga, you can sometimes hear her in the back, the background because she's in the other room. But it's one of those things. My lovely members are great. They've been so understanding through, through the whole experience of this whole new chapter. So massive shout out to them because they, obviously I couldn't do this without them yeah and I think that's something that I mean this is your journey and it's your you're being honest and I think it wouldn't be it wouldn't be right if you had to you know do the do the filming or do the yoga without Scarlett because I saw the video earlier of um her babbling away in the background as you were filming and it's just you're just trying to get your work done and you've got baby in the background yeah. that wants your attention <laughs> and but it's funny I mean, people will relate to that um I, mean, I know how chilled she is she's very chilled I've seen yes. her in her chill but I'm sure your members will love having a yeah. part of the yoga <laughs> so talk to me about your new on-demand service so I know you've just launched a new website yeah recently this week yeah. the southlovehub.co.uk to so tell me about it so if if we're in an elevator give me your elevator pitch you need to sum up your on-demand service, your new launch, this new website, go. Yeah. So obviously it's called the Self Love Hub. Um, it's a space for women, can be men as well, who just need a little bit more of self-love in their life, just carving out the time for them. So at the minute it's in kind of like three sections. So you've got the yoga space, which is lots of different styles of yoga. If you're a beginner, if you're a more seasoned practitioner. Um, and then you've got the meditation space, which 
give a meditation. So if you're brand new to meditating, or again, if you've got an established practice, then there's something for anybody really. Um, and then we've got something coming soon, which is the self-love space. And that's where we're gonna have lots of like, self-help things, positivity, and little self-love challenges. So yes, that's coming soon, but that's kind of, yeah, what the self-love hub is all about really, about you and about you supporting your journey and becoming the best version. I love that. And I can't wait for what is coming soon. Yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> what is it that inspired the self-love hub? Where did it come from? It's always been a dream to go online, um, but pre-COVID, I didn't know how that would work, how that would look. Obviously, didn't know Zoom existed. So COVID for me was a massive help because it pushed me out of my comfort zone to do something that I had to do because I needed to take my yoga online. Then members were asking for classes to do outside of the Zoom classes. So that's kind of where the self-love hub, self hub came about. Um, so it's just a space for, I mean, you can be anywhere in the world and do a class with me. You can do it any time of day. Um, you don't have to leave the house. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. You can do it on holiday. You could do it if you're on business somewhere. So that's where it, where it came from. I want it to be accessible for people who still wanted to have a class with me, but maybe couldn't do it at the set times. Yeah, so that's, I guess, where it, where it all came about. Yeah, I think it's, a, it's actually such a good idea because in life now, everyone's always busy. Mm -hmm. Like, the, the, everyone is always so busy. There's always so much that people need to do. And I think it's really appealing to be on demand. Like I said, you can be anywhere. And yeah, I suppose it wasn't until the lockdown that we had forced us to be in a situation where you had to transfer mm -hmm. your business online. Mm -hmm. And actually it's proved that it's a massive success and it works. And it's worked so so well with me having a baby as well because it works around me. Like I'm not driving half an hour to places where I was teaching because that was an hour just for travel. Mm. So if you think about someone going to a class, they've got half an hour there, they've obviously there for an hour and half an hour back. Whereas if you're at home, you roll your mat out, put me on and there I am. Um, and you're ready to go. So it just cuts down time, which gives you back more time as well. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a good way to look at it as well. It's like, it's not just what you're offering people. It's actually how you're helping them mm -hmm. get time back. Or yeah. They're gaining something. Exactly. They're getting a lot from this. Yeah. I like that. That's such a good way to look at it. Um, let's talk about meditation, because I know that meditation is something that is part of your on-demand service now. I think it's something, I mean, it's only something I've recently got into maybe in the past year, but I know how much it benefits my life. I think a lot of people maybe misunderstand what meditation is. Mm -hmm. um, so to you, what would you define as meditation? Or how, do you, how would you use meditation? How do you practice it? So I guess meditation for me just keeps me more grounded. Um, it helps me deal with situations in a better way. So that's not saying I meditate and nothing shit ever happens. Because things, life happens, doesn't it? Like shit things happen. But what it helps me to do is deal with those things in a better way. Whereas if I didn't meditate, I do notice if I stop, if I stop my practice, then I'm a bit more ratty. Um, I maybe don't deal with things in a great way. Um, maybe the things I say aren't great. Whereas I think when I've meditated, especially in the morning, it just sets me up for the day. Um, I'm way more productive as well. I get loads more done. And yeah, so that for me, it's just, I'm more productive, I'm more chilled, and I deal with things in a much better way. Would you recommend for everyone to start a meditation practice? 110%. I think everybody needs it in their life. And I think 
for me, when I first started, like, I was like, am I doing it right? Like, I was overthinking it, thinking my, like, my mind's not clearing. I'm quite a fidgety person. I like to be on the move and active. So, for me, I couldn't be still. That's why I think I went into yoga. Because yoga's like a moving meditation. Mm. Um, so, that obviously helped me clear my mind through the yoga. And from the yoga, I then was able to sit um, and be still. So, I still find it's it hard at some at, at points. But um, the more I do it, the easier it gets. And I actually really love it. I love waking up in the morning and going into my yoga room and having some time just for me before I start my day. Yeah, and I think that's one of the good things about it is that it... It doesn't have to look a certain way, does it? It can be what you make of it, mm-hmm. which I think is really nice because I think when I first started, like you just said there, I used to think, am I going to do it right? Or I'd follow something on YouTube and I'd I think, oh, but my mind is still ticking and I'm still thinking about things. But yeah, I suppose the aim isn't to clear your mind. It's to, like, that's the, your mind is always going to be busy yeah, yeah. and it's to, I suppose it's to help shift through that yeah, mental chatter stop you to get caught up in those mm. so your mind's going to wander you just notice and then you just bring it back it's just about continually bringing it back and it's always in your control what do you think would be the biggest so a lot of people would say they don't have time so what would you say to somebody who says yeah i'd quite like to, to start meditation practice but i'm just i'm so busy i don't have time so i'd ask them why why do they want to do it um because when they find out what their why is they'll make time so i think we have that excuse, don't we? I haven't got time for this, I haven't got time for that. I would ask you all, is it really important to you? Because you'll make time for something that's important. So even if that's waking up a bit earlier in the morning, everyone can wake up a bit earlier in the morning to do what you want to do. Yeah, I like that. I suppose it's all about priorities, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I think, again, it comes back to the goal setting as well. We've done the goal setting lately where we listed our top goals, the things we wanted to achieve in the next, whether it be weekly or whether it be by next year, and we prioritized them and that was really effective for us wasn't it that was a good way so yeah absolutely i think that's a really good thing to link it back to like what is your why what is your priority so i think that's good so finally last question on your uh, website and on the new um, on-demand platform how can people sign up so you can actually get a massive discount at the moment if you sign up before the 18th of november so the membership's normally 11.99 you can get it for 5.99 a month um, you can cancel at any time. You can either find it on my Instagram, which is Louise Avilis Yoga, um, in my bio, or on Chloe's um, Instagram as well. I think she's going to put a link in her bio too. Yes, I will put it in the episode description, and it is also in my Instagram bio. If you click on the link there, that will take you to a separate web page where you can access everything podcast related from there. So, Louise, you've been fantastic. We've had such fun. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being my first guest. And I've just got one question to ask you. If we're going to go out for a pizza, Mm -hmm. what toppings are you having on your pizza? So, I'd have extra cheese, um, peppers, sweet corn, mushrooms, and olives. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. All of the toppings. Yeah, I like it. Thank you so much for joining me. And I... I'm sure we're going to do another one again soon. And I can't wait. Thank you all for listening to another episode today. And if you do have any questions for either Louise or myself, you can drop us a note. Follow us on Instagram as well to see our updates. And I'll be back with another episode very soon.